Welcome, sports fans, to another episode of the Detroit Lions Tomorrow. In this episode, I will preview tomorrow's game against the Minnesota Vikings. In this segment, I will go over the Lions offense and the Vikings defense, both from last year as well as this year. For the Lions, last year they were 18th in passing, 18th in rushing, they were 22nd overall, and they had the 23rd best scoring offense. For the Vikings, last year they ranked 28th against the pass, 26th against the run, they were 30th overall, and they were 18th in scoring defense. This year, the Lions offense so far, through the first few weeks, ranks 19th in passing, they're 3rd in rushing, 4th overall, and they're tied for 2nd in scoring offense. The Vikings rank, or so far rank, they're 30th against the pass, 23rd against the run, and 29th overall. However, they have the 5th best scoring defense. What this would indicate to me is, of course, besides the Lions' vast improvement offensively, which anybody who's seen their first two games has noticed, is the fact that the Vikings' defense is pretty similar to where it was last year. As a matter of fact, looking at it, the rankings are the same as the Lions' defense was last year, except for where they're scoring defenses, which is kind of eye-opening. But bear in mind, they've had a couple of tough games their first two weeks as well. And I think tomorrow might be a little bit different for both teams, to be sure. In the next segment, I will cover the Lions, or I'll go over the Vikings' offense and the Lions' defense for you. Stay tuned to the Detroit Lions tomorrow on Ed's Sports Channel. Welcome back, everyone. In this segment, I will go over the Vikings offense from last year as well as this year and the Lions defense from last year and this year. The Vikings last year offensively were 11th in passing, 17th in rushing, they're 12th overall, and they had the 12th best scoring offense. The Lions last year ranked 23rd against the pass, they were 28th against the run, 29th overall, and they were second to last in scoring defense. This year the Vikings rank, they're 13th in passing, 21st in rushing, they're tied for 20th overall, and they have the 18th best scoring offense. The Lions defensively ranked so far 28th in passing, 26th against their 26th against the run, 30th overall, and their second to last in scoring defense. If you look at it so far this year compared to last year, the Lions overall numbers are not as good. A lot of that had to do with Carson Wentz last week in the game they played against the Commanders, I would say, especially in terms of their pass defense. And then week one really did their run defense, and though they were a lot better last week. But other than that, there's not a lot of difference so far in the overall numbers. However, I do believe that this Lions defense is better, 
and by the end of the season will be significantly better than last year's team. Just a little bit of skewed right now. And the Vikings, of course, are a little bit down because they've played the Packers and the Eagles the first two weeks. But there's no question in my mind that by the end of the season, this is going to be probably a top eight offense. And I'd be shocked if they weren't in the top eight in the league. And that certainly has some bearing on what I think about tomorrow's game, which I'll get to when we get to the final segment, to be sure. In the next segment, I will go over the injuries for both teams for you. Stay tuned to the Detroit Lions tomorrow on Ed's Sports Channel. Welcome back, everyone. In this segment, I will go over the injuries for both teams. For the Lions, defensive end John Kaminsky is out with a wrist injury. Guard Jonah Jackson is out with a finger injury. Tight end TJ Hawkinson is questionable with a hip injury. Center Frank Ragnall is questionable with a foot injury. And running back DeAndre Swift is questionable with an ankle injury. Going over this, and this is not the complete list for the Lions either, just so you know. Since the time that I saw this, I have since found out that John Kaminsky is not only out for tomorrow's game, but he's had surgery to repair his wrist, and he's going to be out for quite a while. I would imagine he will probably go on injury reserve at some point. However, I don't know if we're still in the window where he'd only be out for four weeks or how that's going to work. But needless to say, he's going to miss significant time with his injury. One thing I was gratified by is Frank Ragnall has been upgraded to questionable after having missed last week's game with his foot injury. I think he'll be a game-time decision. DeAndre Swift being on the injured list again is something we're all used to, and I definitely believe he'll play. And TJ Hawkinson having a hip injury is interesting. I'm wondering if this is why he wasn't as effective last week against the Commanders in terms of dropping passes and just not quite being what I'm used to seeing of him. And I'm wondering if his injury is the cause of why he ended up playing like that. I think he'll be a game-time decision, but it won't surprise me if he doesn't play. However, because this is a division game, divisional game, I think more likely than not he will play. The other thing I'll mention is free safety Tracy Walker wife is giving birth to their child or is expected to as she hasn't already around game time so it may be entirely possible that he misses tomorrow's game however with it being a divisional game i could see him playing it just the same but bear that in mind for the vikings cornerback andrew booth is out with a quadriceps injury free safety harrison smith is out with a concussion and inside linebacker Eric Hendricks is questionable with a toe injury. I think, without knowing the severity of his toe injury, I think Eric Hendricks will probably play. It's noteworthy that Harrison Smith is out, though. That's a big plus for the Lions, as well as Andrew Booth being out with his quadriceps injury. However, take note of the fact that the Vikings' offense is completely healthy, which could be a most definite factor in tomorrow's game. In the next segment, I will go over the careers of Jared Goff 
and Kirk Cousins against the respective teams for you. Stay tuned to Detroit Lions tomorrow on Ed Sports Channel. Welcome back, sports fans. In this segment, I will go over Jerry Goff's career against the Vikings as well as Kirk Cousins' career against the Lions. Jerry Goff is 2-2 two two against the Vikings in his career. He's 1-1 one one as a Lion. And having gone over the games, it's very interesting the how diametrically opposed things are between him playing in Minnesota versus him playing at home. And what I mean by that is, overall, he's averaging 297 yards per game. He has eight touchdowns and two interceptions. That's not bad. However, in Minnesota, he's only averaging 214 yards per game passing, he has, and he has no touchdown passes and one interception. His two interceptions he's had as a member of the Lions won each game against the Vikings last year. So for the Lions to win, he's going to have to step that up quite a bit. Now to show you what I mean, in the other two games, and I'll do some rough math here, he's averaging well over 300 yards a game, and he has eight touchdowns, of course. So it's like night and day when he plays the Vikings well, in Minnesota versus when he's at home against them. And that's really interesting to me. And it's going to make tomorrow's game all the more interesting because this is a critical game for both teams, of course. Kirk Cousins in his career against the Lions is 7-2. He's 7-1 as a Viking with the one loss being the miracle comeback when Jared Goff threw the touchdown pass with no time left to, I believe it was Amron St. Brown last year, that won the Lions the game, a game which I thought the Lions could have won without the miracle at the end, but you take a win any way you can get it, I would say. Kirk Cousins is averaging 282 yards per game against the Lions. With, he has 19 touchdowns and only two interceptions. Bear in mind, his two losses, one was the first time he played the Lions as a member of the Redskins, and then, of course, last year's game. With that having been said, he's had at least one touchdown pass in each game against the Lions, and he's gone over 300 yards three times against them, and one of those games he threw for over 400 yards. And if I'm right, I believe that was the last game of the 2020 season. In the next segment, I will cover last week's game between the Lions and the Commanders. Stay tuned to Detroit Lions tomorrow on Ed's Sports Channel. Welcome back, everyone. In this segment, I'm going to go over last week's game that the Lions played against the Washington Commanders. The Lions got off to a heck of a start, especially when they scored and then got the safety in the first quarter. After a quarter, they led 12-0. They extended it to 22-0 at halftime. Then in the third quarter, the Commanders came out and got a, quick, a couple of quick touchdowns to cut the Lions' lead to 22 to 14. Or I'm, I'm sorry, 22 to 15 because they had two-point conversion 
and they were within seven. However, before the quarter ended, and the Lions have certainly not been a third-quarter team to this point, they got a touchdown, and that made it 29-15. to And then from there, the Lions were able to weather the storms of the fourth quarter, and they eventually went on to win the game 36-27, to sealing it when the two-point conversion after the after the Commanders had cut the lead to nine, failed, and then after that, that was pretty much the game thereafter. Carson Wentz did throw for well over 300 yards against the Lions. However, as I said, the Lions weathered the storm. They also had a lot of yards rushing, which was absolutely terrific. And it was in addition to that the third consecutive game in which the Lions have scored 35 or more points which they had not done since the 1952 extended into the 1953 season. This is all exciting. Also, the Lions now have a streak of 15 consecutive quarters in which they've scored a touchdown, and that's a franchise record. In the next segment, I will share a story with you, or a couple of stories actually, about the Minnesota Vikings. Stay tuned to... Detroit Lions tomorrow on Ed's Sports Channel. Welcome back, everyone. While I still have some degree of voice left, in this segment, I'm going to go over a couple of stories I found out about the Vikings, one of which is somewhat current but happened a little bit over the summer, and then the other one happened on Monday night, actually. And I'm going to start with that one. Cornerback Cameron Danzler supposedly was benched, but there's some debate about this against the Eagles. Considering the score of the game, I could see why he would be. Now the Vikings are saying he's injured, and what's interesting about that is he wasn't on the injury report, so it kind of leaves you to wonder a little bit if, in fact, he wasn't benched. He didn't play as many snaps as he normally plays per game, and he hasn't so far this season. Bear in mind, the Vikings have a new coach in Kevin O'Connell, who was Sean McVay's offensive coordinator. So it could be that Cameron Danzler has found himself in the doghouse. And how this plays out for the Vikings the rest of the season could be interesting, but it could also be interesting for tomorrow's game, to be sure. The other one is former Lions defensive tackle and Dom Sue is close to signing with a team of which the Vikings are interested in signing him, and they've been interested during the summer. However, it's unknown at this time who, in fact, he's going to sign with. But theoretically, from what I can gather, it's going to happen in the next few weeks, and I'm already surprised he hadn't signed with the team prior to the start of the season, as I thought he would re-sign with the Buccaneers. However, that hasn't come to fruition. So what happens with that? will be very interesting going forward, to be sure. In the next segment, I will have a prediction for tomorrow's game for you. Stay tuned to the Detroit Lions tomorrow on Ed's Sports Channel. Welcome back, everyone. In the final segment, I will make my prediction for tomorrow's game for all of you. Having gone through all the numbers and the like, I'd already had the Lions as not winning this game. And I still don't think they're going to win it. But 
there's a lot to this and perhaps a lot more to it than that. First of all, this is a divisional game. Secondly, when I went over the numbers for Jared Goff and how well he actually plays in Minnesota, it didn't give me much degree of optimism for sure. On top of that, the Vikings have played two very difficult opponents the first two weeks, which is why their offense is down. And if you can imagine, as well as Justin Jefferson has done, with the Lions being so lowly rated against the pass right now, and I believe that was 28th, they cannot afford to have Justin Jefferson beat them. In addition to that, because their run defense is like it is, they can't afford to have Jared Cook beat them either. And, and bear in mind, a few years ago, Jared Cook rushed for over 200 yards in a win for the Vikings against the Lions. So it's almost like the Lions have to pick their poison. But to me, the Lions must stop the run first. But they have to find a way, even if they have to double-team him. And I would, if I were Aaron Glenn, Justin Jefferson. Now, that may mean that Stefan Diggs is open a lot more, and you certainly don't want him beating you, but unfortunately, the Vikings have so much offensive talent, I think the Lions aren't going to be able to stop all three of them. And if I'm going to have one person beat me right now, it's going to be Stefan Diggs rather than Justin Jefferson, because Justin Jefferson is shaping up, and if he's not already there he's pretty close to being the best wide receiver in the NFL, I would say. So with that in mind, I think the Lions are going to struggle to stop the Vikings offense. The Vikings statistically, you would think, would have the same struggles with the Lions offense, especially as highly rated as they are. But bear something in mind. The Lions have not scored 30 points very often in Minnesota, and they've not done so at U.S. Bank Stadium, I believe. So, with the Lions' offensive line being banged up like it is, that's also going to hinder them. And bear in mind, though I didn't mention it, you still have Halapuli Vati-Vaitai, who's going to be out for a while, and Frank Ragnall possibly may not play. I think the Lions will be, will be fine offensively. However, I don't see them scoring more than 20 points, and I would say 24 at the most. The question in my mind is, is that going to be enough to win? And as far as I can tell, the answer to that is no. As I could see the Vikings very easily getting 30 against the Lions and possibly a lot more. And if the Lions aren't careful, they may have trouble hanging the game. And I could also see the point where the Vikings are so frustrated and they know what the Lions did against them last year that they could blow the Lions out. Couple that with what Amron St. Brown said about the Commanders last week, and the Lions could be ripe for a big-time blowout that will level them back to earth. Very similar, for those of you who recall, what happened when they were doing very well in 1993, and the 49ers came to town and beat the heck out of them especially through three quarters, and the Lions ended up losing that game 55-17, to which actually helped them for the rest of the season, and I see this as being a very similar type game to that. Now, with that in mind, if the Lions are able to stay with the Vikings, that's terrific, but regardless of that, I don't see any scenario in which the Lions win this game. And even if they were totally healthy, 
I think they would be hard-pressed to stay on top of Justin Jefferson as he just has ways of getting open repeatedly. And then on top of that, stopping Jared Cook, that's going to be a real challenge. And that's why I said at the beginning, to me, statistically, the Vikings may be ranked where they are, but this is certainly a top 10 offense, and I very well believe could be a top 5 offense by the time the season's over with. And that will do it for this week. Next week, the Lions play the Seahawks at Ford Field. I will be back in two weeks to recap that game and preview the Lions game for the following day. My name is Ed Moss. If you're out working, try not to work too hard. If you're out having fun, enjoy it, just like my neighbor who blew the horn there, probably knowing I'm recording right now. But whatever you do, keep it safe. Take care and have a wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye for now.